For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, terrific leaders, mentors, and coaches. This is Kenny with the Unleash Your Potential podcast. And this is the second part of a two-part series for me for our emerging leaders, talking a little bit more about emotional intelligence. And last week, we talked about self-awareness and self-regulation. Hopefully, that has sunk in with you. You're a little bit more aware of yourself. You're regulating yourself a little bit more. And we're going to get into the other three of the five components of emotional intelligence. And I want to, again, give some props to the Harvard Business Review. I'm going to be reading some stuff from their view of emotional intelligence and also the Kenny Business Review that I'm going to talk about as well. So... When you look at the third one, the third one that we talk about as one of the five components of emotional intelligence is motivation. We've heard that word a lot. We've kind of know what it means. I want to take it from a little bit of a different level today because when it comes to motivation, there are folks that are just self-motivated. Right, that you don't have to do that much for them. They come in every day, they're ready to rock and roll. When I look at the definition of motivation, it says here motivated people are driven beyond expectations. So they could care less whatever number you give them, they could care less about a goal for the day that you give them. It's coming from them, it's a deep, internal desire that comes from them that keeps them motivated every day. So looking at it from two different perspectives, you have to have that same thing. You cannot be in leadership and expect folks to be motivated if you aren't yourself. If you don't have that drive to achieve beyond expectations, you are not going to get other people to do that. See, some people may do it anyway because they've got it inside of them despite whatever you may say. But those folks are rare. You might have one person like that in your store. If you're a district manager, you may have eight or nine people like that in your district. It's the other folks that you have got to help them along with figuring out what that deep internal desire is going to be. They've got to get that from you. Because most of the time, it's not about money or status. It's from in in here. 
and I'm pointing to my belly in here down deep that it comes from. Motivated folks have a passion for their work. They have a desire to raise the bar and they have commitment every day and they're optimistic every day. You see, motivated people aren't folks that are just going to be pessimistic. They're just going to come in and, you know, it's just another day. (laughs) Motivated people don't sleep in either. They're up early. They're ready to roll. And they come in with enormous optimism every single day. I I can always remember a consultant that I had in my district who the first couple of months just was doing okay. And then something clicked in her. And all of a sudden, like in month three, she just took off. And she became one of the better consultants in my district for quite some time. And I remember asking her probably month four or five, hey, what? What happened, man? What clicked with you? I, you? You just seemed to be feeling your way the first couple of months. And she revealed to me some really deep stuff that was going on in her home that really drove her to make more money, that drove her to be successful here. Because, you see, there wasn't a ton of success that was happening in her home at that moment. So she wanted to make sure that she had success at work that she then translated into her home life. I thought that was awesome. But that's what I mean by a deep internal desire. So looking at a couple of more things with motivated people, motivated people also want to be stretched and they always like when the performance bar is raised. They like to track their own progress, their their progress, their teams and the companies. I loved being on On's call yesterday and how he really advised the managers to Look at who's number one in the country in any category, whether it's new lines, accessories, whatever, and that's who you chase. So that's a motivated person, right? When they like to track progress, not only their own, not only their teams, but folks in the company. Motivated people, here's the last point on that. They're folks that are going to get a phone call from another employer and say, hey, would you like to come and work for us? And they say, no, (laughs) you know, I'm not looking for greener pastures. I'm rocking and rolling here. Here's my last other point. I apologize. I said that twice. So here's my other point for you as as a leader. You, You have to have all that. Because here's the thing, after a while, even those folks that have that motivated, deep desire, if you're not like that, if they don't feed a little bit off you, Those are folks that will listen to those other offers. Those are folks that will say, hey, I'd like to work at that store down the road because that manager, that leader seems a little bit more motivated than mine. So you've got to have that every single day. Let's talk about the fourth component, empathy. We hear that word a lot as well. And and so sometimes it's easy to recognize, right? It's easy for us to sometimes say, Folks with empathy, they're folks that are sensitive. They, you know, really kind of are in tune with folks' feelings. And I think that's part of it, right? But looking at the definition, it says empathetic people read between the lines of what's said. You have to really listen. There's a a radio host that I listen to these days that talks about listening with a third ear. I thought that I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, that's not my my expression, but I think that's pretty interesting if you go by that. And I think that talks to reading between the lines of what's said. 
because not everybody can express themselves in a very clear and concise way. Because again, we're talking about emotional intelligence. What gets in the way of that? Emotions. Emotions get in the way of folks really expressing themselves in the right way. So someone that has really good empathy as a leader, they are really good at understanding and they are really good at recognizing group dynamics, right? Hey, I've got eight people here in my store and I'm just not feeling the dynamics of them. They're just not getting along the way I want them to get along. And they get in there and they might change some things up, whether it's scheduling, whether it's partnering folks up on a project, things like that. And then that group dynamic is a lot better. And so folks that are empathetic really, really understand that. Here's a couple of other points on folks that are empathetic. They can make decisions with other people's feelings in mind. That could be controversial for leaders, right? Because as leaders, we say, hey, we got to make we got to make great decisions. And again, go back and listen to some of my podcasts on decision making. I always say you do have to take into consideration other folks feelings. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. That's my expression. I love to say that because empathy doesn't mean that you're trying to please everybody. Some folks that are a little too empathetic. They go the opposite way and they go a little bit too far and then they really don't make solid decisions. Right. It's impossible to do that. Trust me when I say that. I've made that mistake many times throughout my career. It is impossible to try to please everybody. Empathetic people does mean, though, you consider other people's feelings. And here's how you get around that. When you're ready to make a decision before you announce it sometimes to the whole group, if there's some folks that you know it's going to affect a little bit more, pull them to the side and say, hey, listen, I've come to a decision. I know that you're not going to be feeling great about it, but here's why I came to that decision. And I need you on board with it. So I want you to process it a little bit. This is a decision I'm coming to. Again, I don't expect you to be happy or embrace it at first, but I do expect you to be on board and I do expect you to back me up. Can you do that? That's showing true leadership empathy. Okay, let's jump into the last component, and that is having good social skills. I have to tell you as a leader, well, I, you know, I, I watched the Jerry Seinfeld special the other night on Netflix. Uh, I love Jerry Seinfeld. I think he's one of the funniest guys that I've ever been able to watch. Anything he does, he even walks in a room. Uh, I, I start to laugh. <laughs> Not that I've ever been in a room with him, but he, he's really funny. But I remember on this previous special, he said something really interesting. He said that he can get up and talk in front of hundreds, thousands of people, but yet in a social situation, if it's just one-on-one, he struggles with that. He probably still does. So... When it comes to social skills, I have to tell you as a leader, you can't be shy, right? You can't be shy. If you're shy in your personal life, that's okay. But Seinfeld kind of, he he becomes a little bit of another person. I think Beyonce has said the same thing, that she becomes another person when she goes on stage. If you struggle in your personal life with shyness, making conversation, that's okay. There's, There's a lot of things that you could do to work on that. But when you're... At your store, when you're at work, you got to have social skills. you got to be able to mingle with people. you got to be able to be a conversation starter. So 
it, it's not just being friendly. Here's from the Harvard Business Review. I love this. It's friendliness with a purpose. So, again, you there are a lot of reasons to be social in a social situation outside of work. Man, it is critical that you are social and you're friendly with a purpose at work. So socially skilled people are great at building and leading teams. Socially skilled people are great at building and leading teams because they talk to people. They get to know them. There's times also that you still have to go and get your selling skills and your persuasion skills out. Socially skilled people are great persuaders. That's their self-awareness, self-regulation, and empathy telling them when to make an emotional plea, for instance, and when to appeal to reason. Again, I just said, back with empathy, you've got to be able to look someone in the eye and say, hey, I get it. I got to make a call here. You may not like it. I totally get it. You've got to be able to be a persuader. The times are done where leaders just say, this is the path we're going down. That's it. Uh, Take it or leave it. When you have great social skills, you're also an excellent collaborator. You can look to other managers, other leaders to work on things together. And then guess what? Your passion for work can really spread, not only to those other leaders, but to the folks, and this is more important, right, to the folks on your team. They'll see your motivation, and they'll see your motivation to drive towards solutions and to drive towards excellence. As On said yesterday, to drive towards catching that person, that store, that district, that's number one in the country, that's where you want to go to. So social skills, social skills, social skills, so, so, so important. So let's get ready to wrap up this series on emotional intelligence. You have got to have these folks, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, social skills. All so important. If you are shy, if you just think that you can get through your day without talking to anybody, you just drive numbers, well, you're not going to be a transformational leader. You're going to be a transactional leader. And while I said a few weeks ago that that probably can be okay, that'll get you by for a while, it's the transformational leader that will get you to that number one spot, right? That will get you there and that you will have a motivated team that will come in every day with a burning deep desire to succeed and to be number one. I wish that for everybody. Hopefully you got a lot out of this series, Emerging Leaders. We wish you nothing but the best of success. We know as we go into a new company here that you are going to find your way and find just a great, great role in leadership for you. And that's your burning desire. So for now, this is Kenny with the Unleash Your Potential Podcast. We'll talk to you real soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.